Uh, where does that leave us? Welcome to the Inspiro podcast, the podcast exploring personal growth, leadership, strategy, communication, and fulfillment. We are your hosts, Jason Luchtefeld and Bill Woodburn. I'm here as a dentist transitioning into a career to help facilitate individuals and their organizations towards a more fulfilling future. Hi there, I'm Bill Woodburn, and I'm a licensed professional counselor and licensed marriage and family therapist in Austin, Texas. I'm fascinated by the way people come together to solve problems, whether that's couples or families, dental practices or organizations. We're going to be exploring a lot of topics, and for us to be able to be free to do that, I have to let you know that this is not intended to be dental advice or counseling advice. Because as we've been talking about this, I've been thinking about Carl Rogers, who was uh, a fascinating um, therapist in the 1950s and 1960s, uh, and also an outstanding human being. In the in the 1960s, uh, as as in early 70s, as he retired, um, he would uh, voluntarily go into communities that had been ripped apart by racial strife, often murders on one side or another and retaliations. And he would meet with them in the big hall, meet with any of the community that wanted to show up and listen to the painful stories and bring them to resolution. I mean, somebody I can really respect. He also came up with three things he said were absolutely essential to being a good counselor. And as I've worked with them over the years, I've realized they're also pretty good for how to be an authentic human being when you're dealing with other human beings. Okay. Step one, he said, was having accurate empathy. That you can listen to someone else and have some idea what they're going through. And that it's pretty accurate. I mean, you don't have to be perfectly accurate. But if you come upon a patient who's crying in the chair, can you get do you get a feeling that this is fear or is this distress or you know how just that sense of accurate empathy? Okay, what is going on here? I think I know. Certainly close enough for me to check it out and not be mystified. Uh, the second was he talked about unconditional positive regard. Um, the cornerstone of Carl Rogers' work was the idea that people are essentially good and positive. And if they're not acting that way, something is intervening. And then you need to figure out what that, that thing is that's intervened. Um, so he always started out, whoever he saw, however objectionable they are, uh, with unconditional positive regard. Which doesn't mean you, th you think everything they do is great. But as a human being, you can be on their side as a human being. Um, I, I occasionally see in counseling practices, I, particularly in some, some agency work, uh, where I spent some of my internship, occasionally some of the clients would somehow get labeled by the 
team at the agency as a problem client. And the unconditional positive regard would just would just leak out of the whole situation. And now everything that patient does is wrong. And everything that people try to do for that patient is sort of stunted. And so it's like, oh, wait a minute. What if, what would we, we be doing differently if we just had unconditional positive regard for this? That this is a human being who is really, you know, human beings are marvelous and complex and amazing. And Lincoln talked about the angels of our better nature. I mean, there's something going on in there. And the other is, and if we can't find unconditional positive regard, maybe they should be working with somebody else, not us, as a counselor, or maybe even as a dentist. We can't generate that sense of where we see them as, as, as a valuable human being, whatever their actions are, however much they're irritating us. Can we see past that? But I'm only human. Number three, and this was a hard one, um, that good counselors, and I believe good, good human beings in a relationship, have to have congruence. That what you see on the outside is what's going on on the inside. Sometimes we also call it transparency. Older word in my profession was congruence. That there's an authenticity there. That you you are who you are. And I am what I am, what I am, what I am, what I am, and that's all that I am, because I am what I am. And when people look at you and talk to you and interact with you, they know the real you. I am what I am. I, I always talk when I'm to people when I'm talking about practice values or personal values, is you want to live your values so that when you tell people what your values are, they kind of nod and they say, yeah, yeah, okay, that makes sense. Because they know you and they know, well, yeah, that's kind of how he acts. That, that that's that's kind of how he talks. That's kind of how he acts. That kind of kind of how he treats people. You don't want your values to be a surprise to people. You want to have a some sort of congruence there. Now, I don't know how much of this we can transport over to dental practice. That's where I'm gonna hand it off to you. I just thought Carl Rogers did some pretty good work on, you know, isolating some things people could work on. Yeah, I, I think it's a great list. I would call it aspirational for most of us. Uh, certainly not. Uh, I, I can see <laughs> that I did better at some areas than others. Just as you were saying that stuff, I'm doing a self-analysis of my 20 years in practice. And um, I think accurate empathy, your description of it, your application of it, to me, that's a fairly easy one to think through and to see the, the positives and the application. So to me, that's an easy one to check off to say, yeah, it was challenging at times, but uh, doable. The second one. This is hard to say. I want to make sure I go about this in the right way. I don't know if I ever was able to do that. Um, and as I peruse social media, I would say that is the one that is the most difficult. 
I think there's a tendency for all of us to label those difficult patients. That comes from experiences we have with each other, with the patients, even team members will get labeled as a difficult team member for some reason or another. That to me is the one that would stand out as the most challenging and ongoing. And at times I would have to say, uh, I think you even gave this as a suggestion. If you find yourself not being able to do it for somebody that you should ask them to find a different provider. And I think that that is a really good recommendation that we should probably do more of in order to allow someone to get personalized care that is a better fit for them. Uh, and then the third one, this one's a bit more personal for me because I was never fully authentically myself in practice. I felt I had to have kind of a, a business persona and then a personal persona that was not as professional maybe at times. And so I, I had a kind of a line or a boundary that I drew about what I, how much I would allow those things to, to overlap. So uh, to some degree, that meant I was acting on a daily basis because I was playing the role of a dentist in practice and the kind of dentist that I wanted to be. So is that still a form of authenticity? Is that skirting around it? It's a gray area. I'm going to call it a gray area. Uh, you've poked some holes in this at times over the years that we've known each other. Uh, but I'm, I'm still going to push back on it a little bit and say uh, that was the right place for me, especially at the time. So that's my one response the, to your list. One of the things I tell my interns is there's a difference between honesty and openness. Okay. When you talk with me, you are going to get honesty from me. Mm. When you see my actions, you're going to get honesty from me. I vary openness depending on the situation, how much okay. I'm going to tell people, how much I'm going to tell them about my personal life and personal struggles. Uh, we have to do that as counselors. Again, it's it's their time, not mine. And so I can't I can't launch into what, you know, what's going on for me today. Yeah. Because they're they're and they're working on their stuff. But that's about openness. That's not about honesty. When okay. I open my mouth, it's it's gonna be honest. That, that's I appreciate that <clears throat> distinction. That story is over, but my rhyme ain't done. That quick one just covered that uh, short topic on the Carl Rogers material, covering accurate empathy, unconditional regard, and congruence which kind of brings together authenticity and transparency. So I hope you enjoyed that. Uh, next time we will keep going. As always, if you have co comments or questions, send them to inspiropodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. <laughs>